Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I can actually say welcome back this time because it's a new season for us. Season six launching right now. Um, I'm one of your co-hosts, Frank, here with my buddy and co-host friend, partner, AJ Sherman. How are you doing? I'm doing super well, Frank. How are you, man? Doing great. So um, in our little hiatus here over the past month, I've moved, <laughs> as, yes. some, as some of you who uh, follow me on the social medias have probably seen by now, we bought a house in Smithtown uh, on Long Island and uh, closed on early January and moved pretty much right after that and uh, just needed some time to settle into things, but I unboxed my podcast equipment and I'm all set up in our office, uh, which is probably going to be my day-to-day office for work too and so it's like ah i, I can sit in a chair and have a desk not yeah. sit on a couch <laughs> with a exactly awkward setup um and aj obviously you you've been in your house for a little while now but uh you you've got a good setup going too right i guess so it's 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 coming along you know uh right now mostly because it's going directly into my computer my podcasting area is the same as my workstation. Yeah. Um, but I also have like in the other side of my basement now, like, you know, one space is like part, you know, music and hangout area or music, um, you know, uh, area. And then the other one is really like beginning to be a workout area. So it's nice to like look at it and be inspired, but it's not like a unified theory yet. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's kind of how I like this room inevitably I may end up like kind of having set up how my apartment room was set up and sure. like, bring in like a TV and some old video games. And this could kind of be like a, a fun little like man cave or like bring in like my guitar or my, and my amp and stuff like that. I just, it's not super big. So I have to kind of, you know, temper my expectations and, and uh, make sure I, I have space to work <laughs> sure. and that it's not taking over. But, you know, we've got other rooms in the house and Megan's made claim to one that will be her office space, at least for the, the time being. Um, so we can have kind of like two defined areas that we can both work. And like, I kind of want to also make this a fun little play area for me <laughs> with all my toys. Yeah, that sounds great, man. <laughs> it, it's nice to have my... Uh, my and your own areas you know what i mean yeah uh when you're living in an apartment like you you actually had a nice little room yeah that you could escape to that that seemed so awesome um down here was or or in jersey city it was not really the same thing it was kind of just two different rooms (laughs) (laughs) two rooms and a bathroom (laughs) that was kind of it so now you know that we're out here we have so much more space and uh, we have now the backyard, which is also, you know, um, now fenced in. Like yeah. it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. So uh, yeah, moving on. Um, but like, you know, um, it was it, it was an interesting, uh, you know, holiday season. Usually around this time, we're talking about a new Star Wars movie. Usually, a couple of big blockbusters drop on Christmas Day, uh, and then nothing really happens in the month of January. But really, this is like the first. Um, the the start of what's going to be a really crazy and different year yeah. for Marvel specifically. Well, um, and one and other really fun thing I just want to throw out for for people, we got to see each other. Like, yes, that was cool. Like, it's been uh, the better part of a year since we've seen. I mean, I feel like it was like last January, maybe when we hung out last, and then you know the pandemic. But we got to hang out briefly. We got it, was, it was cool. Get some bagels <laughs> back at the old uh, stomping grounds in Comac. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, but you're absolutely right. Definitely a weird off season. Um, and like we were debating, like we, we finished up with Mandalorian and then Wonder Woman launched and into this new era of like. And then like, Wonder Woman wasn't good. And like, we'll talk about that in an accompanying episode. Sure. But, you know, we figured we'd come back for, for WandaVision and, and to inspect what the next offering of disney plus is and like you said what marvel big big plans for 2021 remains to be seen what ends up happening with the movies but it seems like we're gonna get like at least three maybe four or five shows from them this year yeah uh and they're all gonna kind of dovetail right into each other for the better part of the year so it's gonna be a lot of content uh, right. But I think what was kind of interesting um, to me, and, and this can start our spoiler-free discussion, was that 
the press was sent the first three episodes of WandaVision about two weeks before it dropped, like around like New Year's weekend mm-hmm. before it dropped uh, on January 15th, I think, last week or whatever. Yeah, last week. Um, and it dropped with two different episodes. Um, yeah. When it, which is interesting, right? Like, it, I could see I think, doing the first two because the first two launched together, um, you know, for, for the public. But like adding the third one in. I mean, it, with a series, it's got nine episodes. I'm like wondering, are we gonna have like three distinct like trilogy of episodes, or is it just like because they didn't want to go too far into spoiler territory? That's a good question. I, I, you know, I don't know. I think that they're trying to, you know, every show has been about a half hour so far, yeah. so I think that it's a little bit of a different engine and a little bit of a different like species of a show altogether. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, uh, so. You know, it's interesting. So back to the point, what I what I was saying is like because they sent like the first three episodes, I think Marvel kind of understood that like the first three episodes of this thing kind of needed to be seen more or less together mm-hmm. in order to get the general concept. The first hour and a half of a Marvel movie is going to get you, you know, pretty much all the way through Act One and mostly through Act Two. To the point where you you are kind of tracking along with the superheroes as they're going on into what's going to probably become the main part of the story, right? So yeah. it's interesting to me that like they would send that out, but then they would drop the first two, and then you have this third one, which I think is going to kind of change the conversation, especially after Kevin Smith's whole big crazy thing. Ooh, um, I don't know what that is, but I guess we'll have to get into it. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, I liked... Um, if we're looking at it as thirds, I think this is a very cool way to do television. I think you should, if you like, if you love Marvel, you're really going to like this show. If you're like not a super huge fan, I could definitely see you thinking the first two episodes are weird. Then throw on episode three and it's going to kind of bring you into what we think, you know, we can start speculating is going on. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know about you or any of our listeners, but like to me, some of the fun of, of this show is like it's homage to the sitcoms of of the the, the eras, right? Like I grew up watching like Nick at Night and watching I Love Lucy and The Brady Bunch and and like all those other shows and just seeing how well they've like nailed the the look, the aesthetic, the comedy to a T. It's just it's really cool and impressive. Um, but like having something else going on underneath it all is what's obviously intriguing for me as a Marvel fan. Um, we love these characters and like, this is the launch of phase four. Like that's, that's crazy. Um, it definitely is. And it's starting out, you know, in a really interesting and, you know, precarious place. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I think, um, is there anything else we could say spoiler free about the first three episodes that you'd want to get out before we um, jump into spoilers here? Yeah, I think I'm enjoying it so far. It's like I'm intrigued. I like it. I'm not like in love with it. it even last week I was like, all right, let's see. And like we didn't watch it until like Sunday. And then this this week's we watched right away. Um, I, I just I, I'm tempering my expectations, you know, like I with a new sure. show, show like uh the way that um mandalorian the first season was rolled out and like had kind of issues with like the plot make like making progress over time and so that's kind of like all right where are we going here i like it but um and i, I agree with you like if if you're a big marvel fan you'll probably dig it but um you know other people you may need to like give it some time um, which you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, some of the highlights, I think the the technical aspects of it are super duper cool that they're going back and using older style technology. Yeah. Uh, the first two episodes are mostly in black and white. Um, it's, uh, you know, it, it's crazy. Uh, the performances, I, th- I think, are interesting. And I don't think that they get into too much spoilers. I think that they're both doing, you know, good jobs at kind of moving the characters forward. I think that they both kind of like, I think 
Paul Bettany does better as doing comedy stuff. He's got better comedy chops. Mm -hmm. So like him doing a comedic bit for the sake of the comedic bit of the plot or the arc of the show that week, I think he does that more successfully than Elizabeth Olsen. But I think that when it gets serious, like Elizabeth Olsen is bringing like real chops and like real believability. Sure. That like you're like, oh shit, like what the fuck is going on here? I also feel like she can channel that like female lead character from those shows though like she's like you she's doing it she's doing adequately i don't think that that in any of these i've like fallen in love necessarily with her sure portrayal just yet because you you're not given enough time to but we can we have to get into that in, in spoilers okay um i guess we'll leave it there then um so if you haven't watched wandavision yet uh the first three episodes we're just gonna do them all uh together uh, right sorry now. guys <laughs> but yeah uh, come back later um we'll we'll let you know how we continue to uh roll out our uh discussions on them whether we're going to continue to do weekly or in chunks again um but we'll we'll figure that out as the show continues to roll out but uh for now we're going to dive into spoilers on the first three episodes and go Okay, so uh, let's start with episode one. So episode one is really a throwback to shows like I Love Lucy and the Dick Van Dyke Show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a 1950s style, you know, um, sitcom. So a few things. So you're going to get a new intro song every week by the people who did Frozen. Ah. <laughs> like, like, they are very competent songwriters sure are (laughs) so they're doing great um you know little homages to era style sitcoms and openings um and i think the first episode is um you know it's definitely the hokiest of the of the bunch so far yeah but I, i also think that of its like standalone and standout nature like it's definitely going in a wackadoodle place we've never seen before yeah right yeah and i mean i think like you said before it's it's in black and white it has a, a studio audience and there's a laugh yeah. track like this is like i mean this is so different than anything marvel has ever done or we could have imagined or were even asking for um yeah <laughs> but like you're right it, it's pretty cool um I, yeah i mean the the general i think setup is like we're just thrust into this like they we we're kind of set up in the middle like oh they're here we don't know why they get they get married they're driving in their car yeah and now they're gonna start this new life together in this suburban you know idealized american culture yeah and you know she's a housewife and he has a job where he doesn't really know what he does and you know they've got this date on the calendar uh august 23rd of like okay something's happening um they she thinks it's an anniversary and it turns out that it's um the boss is coming over for dinner his name is hart and brings along none other than kitty foreman oh my god deborah joe rupp is so awesome it's so, first it's so fun to see her she's been doing great press and like gushing about how fun it was to be in this because of her family yeah um, it was, I, I loved her back. I, I was thrilled to see her. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, but like in, in spoilers, like, I don't know if she, is she gone for the rest of the season. I, we only saw her in that so, first episode, right? So, okay. So this has been, well, that'll get into episode three, but, uh, it looked like she was in the crowd in episode two as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay. Um, so, uh, let, let's talk, let's talk about this. So the, like the classic like setup, right? Mm-hmm. You know, your classic sitcom conflict of, you know, do we have an anniversary or do we have a uh, you know, some kind of a business dinner is really explicated and exaggerated with the introduction of Agnes, mm-hmm. uh, who is played by Catherine Hahn, yep. who is kind of this new character we're learning about in this series. And has been playing the no the quote unquote nosy neighbor. Right. Um, so, uh, have you been following the discussion online of her true identity? Uh, not post show, but ah. pre show. I had kind of, uh, you know, that she could have been someone like um, 
I think her name was like Agatha Harkness. Exactly. Um, yeah. So the main reason it's believed that it's Agatha Harkness is because that's pretty much like, you know, the ancient one for uh, Scarlet Witch. She's right. like her teacher. Yep. Um, she is also a witch. She uses dark powers. And there's many comic lines that they're drawing from here, right? They're mm-hmm. using the idealized, like, 70s version, golden era, silver era, age of the comics when Wanda and uh, Vision move in together. They're also drawing from House of M. Yes. And we know that Michael Bendis is in the, uh, you know, special thanks area of the credits. So mm. we know that, that if they're, if they're going to with Bendis, then we know we were going more in the House of M world of dealing with st- things, which is sad. But okay. Um, so yeah, we definitely think that she's Agatha Harkness. Um, and it definitely makes sense for someone of her level to want to come in and play this kind of a role for it to be somebody cool like that. Right. And, and I think what's interesting is like the, the town, right? So we've got yes. all of these people and it's kind of fuzzy as to who's real, who's not real, who's like playing along like, are, are they a bunch of Westworld robots or is it like they are all in on the gag right like we don't know but like there are certain people that like Agnes who you could tell knows more of what's actually going on and is like either trying to instigate certain things or try to stop certain things from happening or like reveals um, and then yes. there's another character that we can get to which is more focused in episode three um, but yeah, I mean, like obviously the the boss and and his wife, like they they seem like they're just kind of going along for the ride. Definitely, and it it seems like you've got like a really interesting, um, you know, mix up of people who are either playing along or who are, or are part of this collective vision. We yeah. don't know yet. Yeah, um, it's 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 super cool. Anyway, so back into the um, you know, we see Agnes. She kind of talks. Uh, you know, Scarlet Witch through a couple of different, you know, conversations. Do you have kids? Where'd you get married? Do you remember what's going on? Um, she doesn't know. Um, and she seems like totally unfazed by it and kind of okay with the whole situation. Uh, then when Vision gets home and we have the, uh, you know, the first, uh, the dinner party, um, Oh my God. Uh, hilarity ensues. <laughs> yeah. Classic sitcom, right? Like just like there is a clear conflict. They have different expectations. <laughs> right. She comes out in a negligee. Yeah. She's like, who are these people here? Right. Um, There's no, no food. <laughs> yeah. There's no food. Right. So uh, it's, um, you know, it, it, it's, fu- it's funny. Um, then you have, you know, a couple of cute scenes where, you know, Agnes comes over and tries to help. Right. Um, and does. And then, you know, building trust with, uh, you know, uh, Scarlet Witch. Um, and then, you know. It... Well, and the other thing I'll say is obviously it goes without saying, but uh, Vision and Wanda um, are trying to hide their powers, right? They're they're not right. out in the open here. They're, they're... So every time someone new walks into their house they have to like whoop okay we we can't uh they can't see me spinning plates and trying to cook in the kitchen and like he's got to make sure he's got his face on and that he can't just walk through you know furniture and stuff so there's no totally there's also comedy in in that which is uh is unique to this show um but yeah i mean i do feel like a lot of the jokes and and setups are are more in the classic style and like if it's not your thing you may be like, all right, what's happening here? What, what's the bigger thing? But the, especially the first two episodes, it does feel like a lot of setup. Um, yeah. Um, as to like what is actually going on here. Definitely, and that's okay. They get a they get a certain amount of leeway. So, Absolutely. And especially because they released the first two episodes kind of together, right? They're like, watch these both. <laughs> right. Uh, so they, um, you know, they the the hearts come over. They have this dinner party. And then at a certain point, um, you know, Mr. Hart is choking um, and they look like everybody's kind of glitching out. And like, uh, you know, Kitty is not getting up and helping. Um, She's just kind of repeating this phrase. Uh, Wanda looks confused. Uh, Vision doesn't know what to do until 
Wanda tells Vision to go and help him. Right. And he does. Um, and then very quickly after that, they leave. And then the credits roll. And then we see for the first time that somebody is watching this feed on a classic television mm. um, in some kind of, you know, location some where that's happening. Organization, you know, it, it feels more like... It's not like a single person that there's something bigger going on here. Um, and I think what's interesting about this show, like, yes, we get perspectives from Wanda like, a lot. Um, she's definitely a drive, the driving force, but like we do get uh, scenes that it's just vision. Right. So like that, that's where to me, I'm like, is it, is this just happening to Wanda or is like, there actually something is vision really here? Right. That, that's another big question, because obviously he dies in Infinity War and but he's also an android. And like, could his consciousness have been, you know, important into a computer or is he alive or whatever it is like? So to me, seeing like Wanda in control and be like, no, you, you can save him. Do it like it, she's the one that like will make these choices. Right. Like we're seeing her. uh you know, either decide to move something forward or, or walk something back, really, yes. right? So, you know, they kind of play around with time a little bit, but we're not quite sure. That doesn't really... The first one really is in episode two. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we... But that's all on episode one. So episode one is kind of a... Is the 50s, right? That's the first episode. Boom. Yeah. Now 50s. moving on to the early 60s in episode two. Still which, black and white still black and white and it has like a very bewitched kind of opening it has an animated sequence yeah yeah um there's a whole bunch of marvel easter eggs in there oh, tons shit. i gotta yeah. i gotta do some homework <laughs> so there's uh there's an homage to a character called the wizard who is a fast runner who originally wanda thought was her father then there's another uh i think it's either the grim reaper or something or like the grave something and there's a guy who's one of uh, villains, arch nemeses in here. Um, there's a couple of interesting f callbacks in the uh, animated sequence. Um, then I, I think the first, I think the second episode functions a little bit better with the comedy. It starts to get a little bit better. Um, not not better produced, but just like it's it's funnier and it and it carries better. It's more consistent, like with what we think today of as being funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 and it, the the situations are a little bit more goofy, but they are also you know more grounded in a community style, uh, you know, uh, feeling. There's also a whole bunch of new characters we're introduced to in this episode. So remind me. So this one, uh, because each each era has sort of a transition, right? Like so, the transition here from eras is it when they like put their beds together? Is that at the top of episode two, right? Um, maybe it that that's what it does. How that's how episode two starts. Yeah, and I think because that's like a you know one of the things that like really defined the the fifties era. It's like oh you know on TV they slept in separate beds, and then it's like oh put them together, and you know you could be a little bit go further with some of the 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 um, sexual uh, innuendo and that kind of stuff, and you know it they're they're showing an evolution um of, of the tv and obviously it continues on but like, i think that's kind of like when we see a little bit of a switch because it's not like it's all of a sudden in color right like that's that's a big signifier um right but yeah so i mean i think the premise of of the second episode really kicks off with this idea of this talent show that um that they're going to be a part of like as they're in this new neighborhood they want to like not seem like they're weird and they want to fit in as much as possible, but like, <laughs> boy, they're going to do a magic show. Yeah. That's like how they're, they're going to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> bad, bad idea. <laughs> like that's a bad idea. But it, it, it provides a lot of comedy. <laughs> it, it is. It's funnier. Um, the idea that, you know, a piece of gum kind of gums up visions works, I think is pretty silly and ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm in on that, you know, uh, it, it fits with the, you know, the comedy of that time. Um, and I the animations know. are kind of funny. Like the animations are, are definitely funny, but you know, 
what I think is the most interesting is the introduction of, of Dottie and like this circle of other women that yeah. Agatha, uh, Agnes brings uh, Scarlet Witch to, and they go and they look around, and you know she kind of gets her first impression of this character, um, who is you know seemingly very nefarious, and some people are suggesting could be like uh, somebody in dis- a couple of different people in disguise. Ooh. We don't know who yet. Mm. Uh, it could be a bad person. It could be actually a superhero from one of the alternate universe like superhero comic book people, which is like a crazy idea. Yeah. Anyway, um, she uh, and Wanda are having a discussion, and then somebody is like calling out to Wanda over the radio, mm. um, and the glass shatters. And I think this is like a big message to us, and we know that the person on the radio is Randall Park. Oh, um, is it? The okay. FBI agent from uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yep, yep, okay. So... They're trying to get to her. They don't know what's going on. She doesn't know what's going on. And it kind of felt very Inception in the to the point when, like, the other characters are a reflection of the person who's having the dream, you know? Um, right. So I don't know. Uh, what did you think of that scene? Who do you think is, um, you know, why do you – who? at this point, we know that Scarlet Witch is under some kind of something. Who do you think is controlling her? Well, I mean, that's, that's a huge question. I mean, I think I think a lot of what's going on is actually, like, her own doing in some ways. Um, like, it, to me, it almost seems like maybe she went into this um, either location or this um, maybe organization or this person that's, like, as, thinking that they would help her. Because, you know, coming out of out of Endgame, like, she still is grieving. Like, she just came back to life, and Vision, for her, probably feels like only died moments ago. And so she's trying to cope, um, e- even with, like, killing Thanos and, and, and winning, right? Like, there's just a lot of grief for her. So it's like, to me, especially because she's somewhat con- in control throughout, but it does seem like there is somebody pulling the strings and like trying to get something from her. Um, I, I, I don't know who Dottie could be. Uh, I, I do think that it's interesting that they're setting this kind of character up um, and this kind of like circle of women. And like, you know, it, it, it's very sitcom esque and like, Oh, there's going to be this person in a power that you've got to like, I mean, I mean, even to, I was watching Man in the High Castle like last year, and that's set in the '60s, um, and there is literally a character <laughs> in this like suburban neighborhood who is like the person to know and the one that will get shit done. Like, so it, it's very much a real concept. Um, but yeah, it, it's just weird that that's the moment where it, it bleeds through that so- something from the outside is coming in, and you know, like you said, Randall Park. So I, I don't know. Um, very, very interesting. Like, I can't tell, like, if, like I said, is she in control? Because he says, what is it? Like, who's doing this to you? Right. So it, that it does imply that someone is kind of, you know, affecting her in some way, whether she, she did it willingly or not. Mm. So that's not really an answer. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> no, okay. Uh but I think this episode, um, you know, it also sets up another new character um, who is uh, who, Monica Rambo. Is that her name? That's her name. Um, um, who first meets Wanda at this meeting um, and then comes back in the next episode. So in, in uh, the the show or in the universe within this universe, her name is Geraldine currently. Currently. Um, but in the casting news, we knew that this actress was playing Monica Rambeau, who is the daughter of Maria Rambeau, who uh, both characters were in Captain Marvel. So there's kind of a, but like she's all grown up now because, you know, Captain Marvel took place in the nineties and we're like now in the mid 2020s or whatever. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, so she's here, you know, they kind of have this, you know, interesting introduction. Um, 
and what else is happening? There's like this big thumping that's going on outside their house that keeps happening. And they don't know what's going on. That's right. The episode starts with that. It's like when they're in then, bed. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we get to where we were talking about a little bit earlier when we saw that they can reverse time. So they go outside. They see, uh, you know, Vision and um, uh, Wanda see this dude come out in a beekeeper suit. This is right after we find out, you know, Wanda is pregnant or whatever. And uh, we go out and she sees them and they all look at each other. And then she's like, no. And then they reverse the scene and it, uh, rewind the scene. And it cuts back to, you know, right where they're like, is this happening? And it just ends on a happy note. And then we end the sitcom there. Right. Yeah. Um, because I think what was, is this the point where, where vision starts to say that seems something seems weird or, or I don't know. There's, there's definitely, he says something different the second time, which like you said, like ends on more of a happy note instead of this kind of, you get this feeling that Elizabeth, not Elizabeth Olsen, but like Wanda knows that something is wrong and something is off in like the, in her subconscious, but yes, wants to maintain this happy um, new lifestyle that she's living in as as much as possible to have you know a family with vision and you know there now she's pregnant. Um, it's uh, yeah, I mean I think we were saying before this episode provides a lot more humor than plot, but there is a bit of an advancement in like the overarching story like. The whole magic show thing is is fun. It's it's quirky. Like, it it feels very uh, you know of the era, right? Like, there's this crazy thing that they've got to do. Like, I, even I don't know, like the honeymooners. Like, there's always some like shtick that's going on. It's like, oh, we've got to go on TV and do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. Like, so they they make it through, and you know the way that they they do some of the the gags, and like obviously Vision is trying to uh, use his powers, but he's like drunk on gum. <laughs> he's drunk on gum, and uh, you know Scarlet Whip, which can use her powers to like make it seem like it's all fake, and all these. I think that was really cleverly done, because um, like, how does a magician? do their magic uh you don't want to reveal the secrets but they have they actually do reveal their quote-unquote secrets to the audience so they believe it's not real <laughs> yeah it was it was bizarre um but okay uh you know I, <laughs> I, the one thing i'll say so like if we're done with that episodes one and two right like yes. that that's where we ended for a week and that's what's like okay do we come back next week to see more and like your point earlier about um, they gave three parts to the press, like kind of makes sense, right? Because we're only getting a little bit of a tease of what's going on. But like I was intrigued enough to keep watching. I mean, we're, I think we all were like, that's why we're here. But it is a little bit light, right? Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, the other question do you remember if this show is like a limited series or if it's supposed to be like a long term? No, I think this is definitely a limited series. Okay. Yeah, because I'm like, it, they better resolve like what this WandaVision like, like TV show is by the end of it all. Because like, I can't imagine them coming back for season two and being like, they're still stuck in TV. What's going on? <laughs> like, Definitely. Um, it would be so weird. It would be weird. I, I'd be down for more of these characters in some sort of mcu series but maybe they call it something different i don't know it was i don't know some of the other things about episode two i like the transition to color i thought that was very cool i like that they were kind of doing the pleasantville thing where slowly different things were changing into color that were being you know tampered with the reality uh-huh um i thought that was cool and a fun callback uh but yeah i I think the first two episodes are weak on, on their like own together. And you need the third episode to kind of really tie it all together. Um, if it was me, I would have released the first three episodes to build the buzz. But I also understand the grand experiment of, of the, of the idea of like Mandalorian was that, you know, if you can have something, you know, move week to week, uh, and build, build that excitement, you're going to really generate a nice ending. and, And people are saying, 
you know, Paul Bettany and stuff. Other people have said the ending of this is like really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I get, I get, you know, also doing this. So the reaction to the first two, I don't think was very good. No, I think it was pretty lukewarm. I feel like, you know, I saw like some reviews and they were like positive and they're like, they want to see what's happening next. But again, if it's press press and they already have seen the third one, like that's probably coloring their, uh, their expectations and, and their knowledge of what the show is. Whereas I, I don't really know what like the, the reaction from like the fan base was. Um, but it, I don't know. I, I, again, like we, I watched it with Megan and like, I think whereas something like Mandalorian, like she's in on it and she like wants to be there, like as a more casual MCU fan, like, I mean, she's seen everything, but I didn't feel this like this is pretty deep. This is deep. And it feels like, I was like, okay, are we going to watch this together? Are we going to, and like, she's like, yeah. And like after this, the third one, I feel like she's more in, whereas I feel like after the first two, it was like, okay, oh, this is weird. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to three then. So three, I think, is definitely the strongest one. Um, three is where we open and Wanda is super duper pregnant. And it is now, you know, late 60s, early 70s, Brady Bunch era TV. Where we kind of come in on like the rerun level, you know, modern sitcom stuff. Multiple characters, multiple storylines, you yeah. know, di- cross-cutting the big steps that looks just like the Brady Bunch. Like it's it, so the the Brady Bunch, and like there's even like a panel on the wall with the colors. That's like I, I saw a comparison shot. I'm like, that's exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the same. Um, I was just I'm trying to look it up. Do these episodes have titles? I don't think they do. They do not. That's so bizarre. I feel like they could. Oh, nope. All right, Wikipedia is telling us otherwise. Um, so the first episode title is filmed before a live studio audience. Then the second one is Don't Touch That Dial. Okay. And then the third one is Now in Color. I, I don't know if those are truly episodes titles. I mean, I, I do feel like maybe in the title card there is something like this, but it, it those kind of things are like more like catchphrases of the era, right? Like... But I think that's sort of its own little homage to uh, to TV. But like when you look at it on on Disney Plus, it just says episode one, two, three. Okay. And it's not really telling you anything about the plot, which is fine. Yeah. Um, so also, we haven't talked about that. There's like these like weird commercials during the shows. Yeah. Um, that like every you know ten to twelve minutes, there's like a break for kind of an old throwback of timely era commercial. So like the first one is like a Stark toaster oven. The second one is a Hydra watch. The third one is Hydra soap. Yeah. Um, which is also referenced, I think in a weird agents of shield episode, uh, where it like Hydra also makes soap for a little (laughs) while. I don't know. Um, ultimately, uh, I think this one is the best of the bunch. Um, it features kind of the most uh, conflict. Um, so as we see throughout the episode, Wanda is getting more and more pregnant, you know, very, very quickly. Exponentially. <laughs> um, and the doctor is like, oh, you have time. Uh, Meanwhile, Vision's like, like, no, we don't. It's been 12 hours. <laughs> Hypothetically, is there something to be worried about? <laughs> yeah. And what's also super weird is like he – uh, underestimates like he doesn't calculate correctly the time it's going to take for the baby to get there. True, he says Friday and then it happens. Right, so that that's interesting. Um, so she uh, is super pregnant. Then uh, all of a sudden, their friend Monica Rambeau comes over while Vision is off to go get um, the doctor. Uh, the doctor. Meanwhile, all of this like crazy cockamamie stuff is happening whenever you know uh, Wanda has a contraction. So like, if she has a contraction, like the things are blowing around, spinning around the walls, and uh, a you know a what do you call that? A mobile of butterflies turns into butterflies and fly away. Like the she's stork. losing control of her power. This the stork was very crazy. <laughs> the stork on the um, wall becomes real. It's like a fucking predator. 
Yeah, it was nuts. Um, and the whole time they're trying to hide their powers, keep it secret, keep, you know, and not, you know, say what's going on. Ultimately, she does let on that she is pregnant, but nobody really kind of bats an eye or dives too deeply into what's going on, which is like the show, I guess, but also, you know, realistically is, is weird. Right. Yeah. That's the thing with this show. Everyone's got this like weird, like glitch in their head. Like, okay, that, yeah, that seems normal. Like <laughs> they, right. don't, they don't like at first it seems weird. And then they, they just accept it. Right. Like uh, the guy Herb is uh, cutting uh, the, the bushes. And then all of a sudden he starts cutting into the, the brick wall and it's like, Oh yeah, whatever. No big deal. Like it just, there's, this disconnect of what's actually happening. And so like, obviously Wanda would want to hide her pregnancy because it's strange that if they saw her yesterday, she wasn't pregnant. Now she's like huge that, yeah, uh, that would be a weird thing for a neighbor to see. But obviously Geraldine doesn't really care. It's like, Oh, look at you. That's amazing. And, um, ultimately en- ends up having to help her because, <laughs> Uh, I mean, that, I think the, the doctor stuff is, is fine. Um, he's a little weird. Uh, I, I do like the, like the little flash and it's more very, it's more flash than a quicksilver element of like the running fast and like, let me hold your head. So you don't like get whiplash. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, it, it was, it, I don't know. I like this episode. I like, you know, when she's, you know, giving birth, everything's going crazy. I like that they think that they just had the one baby and then they don't. Oh, that was like, I knew that was happening. Yeah, um, well, we all knew that was happening because we know the comics. But right. uh, also, you know, this now emerges Billy and Tommy into the MCU. Boom. Um, who go on to be both um, Wicked and I think Speedster, I think is I think the other guy's speed, name. Speed. Speed. Um, um, yeah, yes. like Young Avengers, like that could set up something big. Um, which is, is very cool. Um, yeah, I mean, having both of their names like teased early on as like, Oh, who would put baby? And like, of course it's also like sitcom trope, right? Like, Oh, you think you're out of it? Like, Nope, here's another baby coming. <laughs> exactly. Um, and obviously she's a twin too. So like that, that, and that's what brings us to <sighs> kind of the best part of this whole episode the is where, very juicy. You know, so they're looking at the twins. Um, she's like, oh, I'm a twin. And she remembers her brother, Pietro. And she sings a little song. And then Monica Rambeau turns, Geraldine turns and says, oh, he was killed by Ultron. At which point this really flags uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Who's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. Uh, but there's also like a sense of recognition because obviously like she knows she's got, like, got this memory of Pietro, but then like this, what you're saying seems right. But like, how do you know this? But why don't I know this? Or, you know, it's, it's all very intriguing. It is. And then you have, uh, you know, this kind of weird scene with vision and Agnes and Herb, the next door neighbor. Um, and you know, kind of looking and discussing that like Geraldine doesn't have a house, she doesn't live here. Right, she's new to the neighborhood, but uh, yeah. So that was interesting. Um, then um, you know, the doctor says like you can't escape. Like you know, it's hard to escape these towns as after he's leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, so that all sets up the very ending shot of the sequence, the ending of the whole episode. I don't think are we skipping anything else other than the twins are now born, and you know, oh, the vision sequence where you said he does come in and he says, something's not going right here. Yeah, yeah. And then she quick edits and then they're, you know, back to being okay again. Right, because she said, oh, where did Geraldine go? Or he says, where did Geraldine go? Oh, she left. Um, we, we don't see it until later that, yeah. Um, but yeah, they have this moment and then she, it's not even a, a rewind here. It is like a, a snap moment where, like, if you weren't paying attention, he, like, almost repeats exactly what it says and but, like, different enough that again, it has a happy ending um, that, you know, Wanda's in control and, and doesn't want to remember some of the, the horrors of her real life. Totally. And it's like, you kind of are starting to see the wires come out because now, you know, the ending really shows you that there are in some, some kind of real place. Yeah. There's some kind of force field surrounding this place. And that sword, which is pretty much like 
shield in space, for lack of a better description, right, is now like fully on the case, and they're like trying to figure out what's going on next. Right. Then we see Geraldine get thrown out, and all of a sudden, like, kind of remembers, like that sh- this this is that was like a fake world, right? Right. Like she's like this. What's going on? So we we see that it's a physical place, kind of like Truman Show esque. But obviously, it's not even just like, oh, we're in this weird town because their their minds are being altered while they're there. Um, whether that's because of of Scarlet Witch or someone else or a combination of the two it still remains to be seen. But it's not like they're just hooked up in a lab somewhere and we're like in their minds. No, you're you're right. It, that's that's true. Although it is interesting that someone can watch the feed. You know, like I'm hoping for I was hoping for some answers in this episode, but I will settle for them in episode four. Yeah. Um, and so, that's where the, the we leave off to you guys. Are we going to be going episode by episode or are we going to go every couple of episodes? Right. What do you guys think? Please let us know. I mean, we we did three at a time here out of necessity. Um, but, you know, we could try to keep going episode by episode. Um if, if episode four is like, oh, my God, we have to talk about it now, we may just dive in. Um, but, yeah. Uh, oh, the, the, you had said something before about S.W.O.R.D. Um, I had read that, and I think this was maybe in, either revealed in like a, I don't know if it was a toy. What toy are they going to make for WandaVision? There was something that alluded to the fact that S.W.O.R.D. may stand for something different in the MCU than it did in the comics. Yes. Um, so whereas in the past... Uh, and we were probably led to believe uh, uh, what Nick Fury was doing out in space uh, would have been with S.W.O.R.D. Um, I think they may be changing... I don't know if it's the E or... No, there's no E. (laughs) 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 Is that how you spell S.W.O.R.D.? Um, Basically, from like extraterrestrial outside of the, you know, Earth to something more like otherworldly, Yes. So that that creates a little bit of a loophole for them to be like, sure, we can cover aliens, but we could also cover like mutants <laughs> and Hell or yeah. other crazy special New stuff coming in, superpower stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, the, that shot where we've got a bunch of vehicles pulling up to this like gate. Like, is that the FBI? Is it Sword? Is it? Um, it's definitely sword. So, but, but didn't you say that is unless is Randall now or not Randall Park? I don't know the character's name, but oh right, are they? I you know I don't know. That's a good ma- question. Doesn't matter probably. They're probably all like trying to figure it out together. I guess right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that alone. That's kind of what we've all been thinking, right? That she's something's happening, um, and that people are trying to get in from the outside. Uh, because sword would be like good guys, right? They usually are. <laughs> <laughs> they usually are. But, but I can also we don't know who the big bad yet of this show is. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with what who is going to be the bad guy. Hmm. It's very possible that Wanda could be the bad guy, and we just don't know yet. Wanda very much could be the bad guy here. So, I I think we have to tread lightly with some of our predictions and stuff. I don't know if it's necessarily that she's under the spell of some other bigger power or that she has like created this own thing and people are infiltrating within that, mm. you know, state. I, I, I can't figure it out yet. Right. But I Which, think we're going to find out in episode four for sure. Right. And that, that element is where it, it would share a, a very big allusion to house of M where she created this whole reality uh, in the comics. But like, I don't know. It's hard because like those big storylines in the comics, sometimes you want them to be like done justice, done like the way that they were written. But obviously the MCU can't necessarily do that all the time. I mean, they haven't even truly introduced mutants yet. So like, but there's certainly opportunity to whether they do it here or, or somewhere else in the future, that'd be very exciting. We can't wait for the, that day, but this is Scarlet Witch's and Vision's story. And, um, if they tease other things along, that'll be great. But uh, we want to know really what what's happening with them. And like, yeah, is is Wanda doing this? Or because 
I'm, I'm also very intrigued. It's like, what's going on with vision? Like this is as much his show as it's hers. Um, yes. And, uh, you know, we want him back because he was, Phil's still like new <laughs> of a character. Yes. He's been around since day one as, uh, as Jarvis, but like, you know, Paul Bettany is just great. Um, all right. Do you have any final thoughts on the first three episodes of WandaVision? If this is what the Marvel TV universe is going to bring us into, I think it's definitely cool and different, and I'm excited to go there. The key to everything is to let it breathe and be sensitive to it. And, uh, yeah, it's exciting. Cool times to live in. Yep, very exciting. Um, obviously, we never, we didn't get to cover all the MCU news that came out last month, but, you know... After this show comes out, we've got Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There's a trailer online. You can check that out. Um, there's also a trailer for Loki, which is supposed to come out in May. That one looks really cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with the movies. Um, I don't know. I feel like they're going to move, but we'll see. Um, so thank <laughs> you so much, everyone, for tuning in to this week's episode covering the first three of WandaVision. Um, we may be back next week for four or we may give it a little breather we'll let you know um on our feeds um so as always i'm frank with aj um we are the long lost heroes podcast you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter at llh podcast you can email us at info at longlostheroes.net you can visit our website at www.longlostheroes.net you could subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify um, and leave, leave us a rating and review we really appreciate that too um, this is the launch of season 6 for us which is crazy, crazy. Um, and uh, you know we hope that this year is just as successful as the past several have been and we're really excited to see uh, everything that we're going to be able to cover um, anything else you want to tee up for the, the folks in, in the audience? No, I love you guys. Excited to be back again. Um, and have a great week or day or wherever you're at. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Mm-hmm.